Hello, 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 and welcome back to Life in Mars. So, as of today, no one is listening, like not a single soul. Um, This is slightly sad because out of all the people who listen to Spotify and other streaming platforms, not a single person has been compelled enough to click on my podcast. However, this also means that stakes are low, pressure is low, and other people's expectations of what I should be doing or what I need to be doing are low slash non-existent um and that's probably for the best at least for now um for this beginning stage just so that I can be as raw and me as possible since it is just me and me so welcome to my head and welcome to session two Okay, first things first, this like whole ear situation with me talking and then it's like slightly behind on my headphone is a issue still, but whatever, I just put it really, really low um, just so that I couldn't hear it that much, but like it's still kind of in the background. Um, so yeah, welcome to session two. Also, I just want to say this right now just in case... Um, anything happens I have a little bit of a fire hazard situation going I'm back in my closet Um, I'm right in front of the door so (laughs) if anything happens I'll have to like like maneuver around the door and also my genius ass decided to bring a candle inside the closet Um, I don't know how good of an idea that is actually no it's a terrible idea just because it's a little room full of clothes and everything's like flammable (laughs) but it's okay we're chilling so now analyzing my brain and how i'm feeling so i'm feeling hopeful last week i felt very drained and overwhelmed but i've slowly started doing things that i enjoy um so i'm feeling much cheerier than i was last week I'm also feeling in a patient mood, um, and that's just kind of like patience for myself and trying to figure out this whole process of podcasting, and and then also just patience for my life in general and what is to come, whatever that might be. (laughs) Um, And let's see yeah and then lastly I'm in kind of like a go-getter mood I just kind of want to like I am patient for things going but I am also in the mentality where I want to do or start a lot of different things or just like I'm more active right now and I want to do more of the things that I enjoy. I feel like especially recently for the past few months, I've been pretty focused on like finding a job and doing stuff like that, that right now, honestly, this job that I have, it's not something that I like see long term. So in in terms of enjoyment, it's not really something that I enjoy. Um, 
but it is something that has to be done. But to balance that out, I think I need to do a little bit more of the things that I know that I like, meaning A, doing something creative as in this podcast uh, right before filming this because it is a little bit later. Um, I wasn't going to do it because I was like, oh my God, it's kind of late. Maybe I should do it a different day. But now that I'm here, I'm like starting to get hyped. I kind of like this therapy session going. I have a little candle right next to me and it's just a really good vibe. So I think that this is a really good outlet for me. Um, and, then I'll, and then I'll talk about a few other things that I'm doing as the episode goes on. Um, but that's pretty much my headspace at the moment. Did I just say that really weird? I don't know. That's my headspace at the moment. Um, And then also for this second episode, um, I do have notes. So if you hear pages flipping, that's what that sound is from school. Um, I know that writing and and like physically writing things down helps me process better. Um, So I decided to apply it to this podcasting and like my little therapy sessions. I don't know how closely I'm going to stick to the notes, but I do have a few points just to kind of try to keep me on track. And then if I decide to expand on something else, then I will. Um, But just to have it be a little bit more structured than it was last week, because last week was a mess. Um, So yeah, but that will be the paper sound if you do hear that. Somehow I don't know how much audio is getting picked up, so I don't know if you will actually hear it. Um, So that's that. Anyway, so let's get started with this episode. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about mindfulness. So I was thinking about why I wanted to go to therapy in the first place and now why I want to start podcasting and I came to the conclusion that my goal or my like yeah my goal is to be or achieve some form of happiness Um, and the term happiness is still somewhat of an abstract concept for me but I want to feel better than I do now and I want to be able to fully enjoy my life so that's what I'm referring to as happiness at least for now Um, and then as time goes on it'll probably expand mean more things or mean different things I don't know but as of now that's what it is Um, just being able to fully enjoy my life So I started looking at a few podcasts or a few podcasts. (laughs) It basically is the same thing. A few TED Talks on happiness. And for the most part, they revolved around being in the present or happiness being achieved by being in the present. Um, And this kind of just reminded me of something I read or listened to somewhere that I can't really remember but I remember the the general concept being happiness or just like the way that you look at the past present and future and the how you focus or if you focus on one of those they have like different outcomes so like focusing on the past was somehow related to depression and then focusing on the future Um, was somehow related to anxiety 
and it, it made sense at the time. So if you're focusing always on the past, and I think all okay. So side note, I think that this applies not a hundred percent of the time, but it depends on how you're looking at things. So if you're looking at the past and like the way that things went wrong, I can see why that would be associated with depression. Or if you look at the future, constantly are looking at the future and like different outcomes, whether they're positive or negative, I could see the way that that would lead to more anxiety. And the TED Talks that I saw kind of like referenced it, not directly, but they kind of pointed at it just by saying like, oh, the way that you live in the present or the way that you achieve happiness is by living more in the moment so you're not stressed about things that are out of your control. So I started thinking about my thoughts and what I tend to focus on, whether that was past, present, or future. Right off the bat, I already knew it probably wasn't the present. Um, And I feel like I spend about equal times thinking about the past, the things that have happened, or how I wish that things had happened, and then another 50% of the time thinking about what will happen or what I want to happen. I feel like if I look back on the actual events that have happened, they are overall positive and uh, even like joyful, but when I'm actually going through them, they feel kind of like a so-so, like so me living in the present, I feel like everything kind of feels like so-so to me. Um, And then when I'm anticipating something happening, I feel like I go through all of the emotions before they actually happen. So I get really excited about something or really happy about something that's going to happen that by the time that it actually happens, I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say over it, but like the emotion is just not where I like, I like think it should be. So it's kind of like a, oh, well now this is happening. So like now what? Um, So I think that I don't live in the present. I either focus too much on the like past and like looking back on like things that I wish I would have enjoyed a little bit more or like oh my god I should have like I feel like I should have been happier during that time because everything is kind of like so so to me in the present or if it's something that that I know is going to happen I feel like I go through it before it happens and I don't enjoy the actual process of it happening. I also have no clue if I'm making sense. At least if I'm making a little bit of sense, um, that's fine. That's part of this process of figuring out how to express myself verbally and like how to make a storyline that makes sense to someone else. But anyways, I want to get back into this. So I want to be able to live more in the present and enjoy things as they are happening while still finding a balance of looking in the past for reflection and growth and into the future for motivation, planning, and ways that I can grow. So I do see it being beneficial to look into the past or the future. Um, I just want to find that balance so that I can fully enjoy my life, which I don't obviously don't feel like I do now. So then after that little reflection, I went back to listening to TED Talks and um, 
I listened to a few more people talk about living in the present and how to live in the present. And almost all of them mentioned um, like doing breathing exercises. Oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) Okay, almost all of them talked about doing breathing exercises because it makes you hyper-focused on your breath and almost forces you to live in the present because you're so focused on like inhaling in for seven seconds, holding your breath maybe, or just straight up exhaling out for seven to 10 seconds, something like that. Um, So you can't really think about anything else because it takes such like brain power or so much of your attention to be able to breathe in for the full time and then exhale for the full time. Um, So that that was one of the exercises for living in the present. I do think that that exercise is effective while you're breathing. Um, but I don't think that it translates or I don't know how to translate that into like a specific moment event or like period of time being the present um, without being like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever. Um, just because it is like there's so much going on that you need to take in. It's not just about like inhaling through your through your mouth or through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. There's like a lot of things that go into like being in the present, um, using all of your senses. And then if there's multiple things going on around you and stuff like that. So I don't know how to translate that into living in the present, the whole breathing exercise thing. Um, And I also don't know if that's maybe something that just comes along with practice and continuing to do those exercises. Because another thing that um, someone mentioned was about um, that you're constantly practicing and the, the, the thing that you need to, like, I don't know, what did she say? She was like, the practice... I can't remember specifically what she said, but it was something along the lines of you're always practicing for something um, and you need to be mindful of the things that you are practicing because they become like the general feeling or like experience that you have. So if you're always practicing, one example she gave, I think was like judgment. If you're always like judging people, even without thinking about it, you'll judge people. Um, So she said that like, oh, if you focus on like being more like at peace or something, like, I don't know. But the point is, it was about being in the present um, and like practicing, having that be a practice. Um, So that's kind of like it is helpful, but it's kind of confusing at the same time when it comes to like the logistics of how to live in the present. So I just need to either practice more or figure out some other way to translate the stillness of like breathing into experiencing your life. So I continued with the TED Talk whole and listened to people talk about mindfulness and self-awareness. And this sounds like something I want to work on because it's more of a focus on what I'm going to do about the way that I'm feeling. And so 
mindfulness has been proven to help with like stress, anxiety, depression, and a bunch of other things. So that's why I want to practice a little bit more mindfulness. And I have heard of people talk about mindfulness, but I think it's a really like broad like subject just because it can be applied to a bunch of different things. So the way that I see easiest to start applying (laughs) applying mindfulness to my life is by focusing on the like physical aspects of mindfulness and that would mean um, focusing or starting to focus with what is going on with my physical body first, which means paying attention to if I'm in any sort of pain or like physical stress, strain, discomfort, um, stuff like that. So today I started, well, actually, I've, I've kind of been doing this for a little, for like the past. I wouldn't say the past full week, but the past few days, and it really ramped up yesterday. And so today, um, I did more, or I started by doing a few more of the like surface things. So I waxed. (laughs) I just because I, although I don't enjoy the process of waxing, I do like. The feeling afterwards and I put a face mask on also just because doing facials has been something that has been um, a big stress reliever and something that I enjoy doing for the past few years now and I and since like COVID started I feel like I've kind of gone back on that um, and even since before that I think last year I wasn't super on top of it um, but I do it is something that I enjoy so I did another mask today and then all, and then going a little bit more in depth, one of the things that I have been feeling is a little bit of pain in my lower back. It's like in a specific spot, um, which is super fun because I'm only 23. Um, but at the same time, because the pain just started, I'm assuming it's something that's like reversible, or at least I hope it is. So, um, I've decided to start stretching daily. Yesterday, I stretched for about like 20 or 30 minutes, and I'm going to do the same today after this podcast. Um, And then I'm also going to be doing a little bit of, I don't know if it would be called strength training because I'm not using weights, but like doing squats and like other stuff, other exercises to support your core and general body and like help with strength, flexibility, movement, range of motion, everything like that. Um, And then, uh, and so that's, those are things that I'm doing more isolated. And by isolated, I mean like they take up a specific chunk of my time or my day being like 20 minutes something like that and then what I'm doing about this specific thing and being fine more mindful and translating it to like my everyday life is that while I am working since I do have the option of either sitting or standing for my shift um and I've for the past like since I started so for the past like month and a half I've chosen to stand up just or to remain standing just because I feel like I'm more 
I can just do more stuff because I don't have to like I can like move more freely since I am standing and when I'm sitting down it's a little bit um it's a different motion I guess just because I'm reaching for everything instead of moving towards stuff um and then I don't have to like get up and sit back down and everything and like fix the chair I just kind of like stay standing Um, but staying standing has been, I think that's one of the things that has contributed to my back pain because of the way I stand. I think I stand with my hips, um, like kind of forward or more forward than they should be. So, and I can't always be thinking about the way I'm standing while I'm working because I am focused on the tasks that I, that I am doing. Um, so while I do stand I'll stand for shorter periods of time. I do try to be mindful of um, having a more like neutral position um, or the easier thing would be to sit down and it's easier for me to sit down and like focus on my posture. I feel like that's more natural to me. Um, Just the slight posture correcting while I'm sitting than standing up and like correcting the like way that my hips are either forward or backward, at least for now. So that's one of the things that I'm doing for mindfulness and my body on like a daily basis or like that extends more than just separating a specific time for it. Um, And for what I understand mindfulness to be, I also have eating healthier um, because it will make my life more enjoyable or hopefully it'll like program my body or like I forget what it is like cognitive something where you're like conditioning your body. Maybe if I make it more enjoyable for myself by like doing activities that like make my body feel relaxed or just like stronger and more capable, I guess, and like eating healthier and stuff like that. Hopefully it'll make me want to live more in the present or live for the present. Um, So that's another focus of mine. And lastly, checking in on myself constantly and seeing whatever I need, whether that's sleep, quiet time, or movement, etc. And then making a plan for how I'm going to get that need or what I'm going to do, um, whether that's sitting down at work or watching an episode less so that I can sleep. And then also now that I am or I do want to take this podcasting thing a little bit more seriously would be setting up blocks of time so that I can plan, do more research and stuff. Just because today I did just look at a few TED Talks, but I do want to look at um, other stuff too, not just TED Talks. (laughs) So setting aside time to do the things that I enjoy um, other than just like watching TV or something like that. Um, and speaking about TV <laughs> onto a less serious topic, I just finished Game of Thrones. I know I'm late to the game here. I watched up to, I think like season six about three years ago, and then I just stopped watching it. It wasn't like, it was interesting to me, but it wasn't like super, super interesting to me. And then recently we got HBO again and I started watching it again. I was super, super interested in it. I think it's like a really good show, at least for the journey that they go on and then the development of each character and the things that each person goes through. I think the way that they like portray it 
is really good, but I am in agreement with the general sentiment of the final being like feeling incomplete or like they were rushing it. Um, so that's that. Or still on Game of Thrones. <laughs> I While watching, I think it was season six or seven. I don't know. It's where they were showing the, what's it called? Doron? Doron? Dor something? Dor? Dorn. While watching, while the scenes of Dorn, things started kind of looking familiar. And I was like, oh, that kind of looks like Spain. So then I looked it up. And it is, and I've been to the, like, the palace that they filmed at Dorne, and I didn't even realize it. I guess I kind of knew, but I forgot, because when I did go to, I think it was the, like, Real Alcázar or something like that in Sevilla, um, they did mention that, like, Game of Thrones was filmed there, but I didn't really pay attention, or I didn't really care, A, because I wasn't really interested in the show at the time, and B, because I was like, this, the only thing that I've seen from Game of Thrones, or the only thing that I remember seeing from Game of Thrones was um, Winterfell and King's Landing, and I was like, this does not look like a snowy place, and it's not the vibe of King's Landing, um, so I just kind of ignored it. I was like, oh yeah, sure it is, <laughs> but now watching it, I feel like I realized it was, and it's so, like, that's one of the things that I like about, or I liked about studying abroad, is that now, when I'm watching shows and stuff that are taken up or that like take place abroad, um, for example, this show, and they're places that I've been through, been to, through, been to. I feel like I have more appreciation for them. Where I'm like, oh my god, it like almost makes me feel more immersed in the storyline because I know what. Like, if you like, not to be this vivid, but like. Like, I feel like if I know that if you turn right, you'll see this. Or if you turn left, you'll see that. So it, like, makes me feel more immersed in the storyline and makes me appreciate the place that much more. And then I also think it's really interesting the way that they film it compared to how it looks in person. Um, and I know that they set stuff up and they change a little bit, but I just think that contrast is really interesting as well. Um, but anyway... After Game of Thrones, then I started watching Westworld, which is such a good show. Again, HBO for the win. It's so interesting, but like Westworld in particular takes so much of my brain power. So I like can't watch too many episodes um, like today or yesterday. We watched, I think, two episodes. And then today I was going to watch two more. Oh, no. Yesterday we didn't watch any yeah, I don't think we watched any of it yesterday. No, oh my gosh, my time is blending in. Jesus Christ. We did. We watched two in the morning, and then I was going to watch two more. And I think I only got to, like, three, because then on the fourth one, I started, like, checking out. Not because it's not interesting. It's super interesting, but it it's almost like studying. Like, it takes so much of my brain power that I, like, need to clock out after a certain amount of time. So, like, that's a show that I'm going to have to take slowly because it is so interesting, and I want to, like, be able to fully understand everything. I, like focus on it so much that like I drain myself mentally <laughs> um and that show is super it's super interesting because it's like kind of about like a simulation almost um 
So it's like really fascinating, especially because <laughs> I don't know if I'll include this in there, but the first time <laughs> I tried to watch it, I was high. So like that was a trip and a half because every the story repeats itself so many times. And like while you're high, things are like you go through them like five or six times. or I don't know. You go through them multiple times. So the fact that it was like happening over and over again and there was like a sense of deja vu was like really messing with me. And I was like, holy shit. So that was probably not the best show to watch for the first time, but it did get me really interested in it. So I started watching it again, this time fully conscious, fully aware. <laughs> um so yeah, that's, I think that'll be pretty much it. I'll keep you updated on how my, like, what I'm doing is working. So I'll keep you updated on how mindfulness is going in my life. Um, and then we'll hit another topic next week. So if anyone does decide to tune in, you can tune in <laughs> or keep, like, I don't know. We'll just see each other next week. Goodbye. 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 This is Mars signing off.